Hello, everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. She stunned the world with her beauty at the tender age of 15 and would go on to make advertising history as the longest-running spokesperson for CoverGirl Cosmetics, a record 30 years, all the while garnering roles with Hollywood's elite and rendering iconic performances her most notable film, The Summer of 42. Why then would this Brazilian-born beauty attempt to end her life before it even began? And was this just the tip of things to come? propelling Jennifer towards a devastating abortion, nine marriages, eight husbands, and a downward spiral of hopelessness when everything seemed to be so promising for this beautiful cover girl. But what was the real story behind this story, the cover-up yet to be revealed? Would you welcome to testimony a wonderful honor indeed, internationally acclaimed actress and model, author of Surviving Myself and several other books, pro-life activist, equestrian, artist, and so much more, the fabulous Jennifer O'Neill. Jennifer, oh, welcome to testimony. Oh, thank you so much. Well, that was harrowing introduction. I would wait to find out what is going on. <laughs> well, this is not even the tip of all that you've done, so uh, it was a challenge for me just to uh, uh, put into words just briefly what you've done. Jennifer, your life is one that movies should be made of. So for part one of our two-part conversation, would you just begin to tell our audience your early beginnings and how that propelled you towards your eventual faith in Jesus Christ. Jennifer, please tell us that story. Oh, oh thank you. Just just even to um, touch the tip of the surface, uh, when I did write Surviving Myself, my autobiography, I was prompted by my kids. I have three children and, and four grandchildren at this stage. Um, and, and it was a scary scary concept to get my arms around. Uh, first of all, I didn't think I was at all interesting, but the reason I wanted to take the task on was to say what Jesus Christ had done in my life and want to tell a, a life about a life that looked so good on the outside and hurt so badly on the inside, was so all that glitters but empty without Christ. And it, 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 of course, we all start at the beginning of our lives. And and I had parents. I knew that my story was not going to be a finger-pointing mission. You throw dirt, you lose ground. That was not the idea of telling um, my tale. But basically was to be an honest account of that life that started feeling very invisible. My parents were um, lovely, madly in love. My mom's English. My dad met her in London during the war, and he was a war hero. So they had this grand Romance. I had a brother 16 months older than I, and yet I think that nothing was maliciously forwarded to me or my brother from my parents, except that they were very involved with themselves, and so I, I felt invisible growing up, and that's mm. a, a chime that rings with a lot of people, especially girls, um, and I thought that I had to earn love, 
uh, didn't understand, didn't have any idea uh, who Jesus Christ was, did not grow up in the church. Um, and so I was on a mission to, to, to feel loved, and um, my story goes through a lot of tragic ups and downs. Um, you mentioned about trying to kill myself. Teen suicide is one of the, uh, the biggest um, killers of our teenagers, uh, other than car accidents. And I was, I, 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 I can tell you honestly, obviously I did not want to die, and thankfully mm-hmm. I didn't succeed. But at 14, some harrowing events happened in my life, and um, and I took my mom's sleeping pills and was in a coma for two weeks and came wow. out of that and so many times of almost dying over my lifetime, three times having been shot and so forth. I realized uh, when I did come to my faith at 38 years old that God had uh, his hand on my shoulder and his grace in my life, even though I didn't know it. Uh, I was on this spiraling, having that great outside-looking life and hurting so badly on the inside. So it's a tale of that. Right. I remember seeing you in the movie of the summer of 42, and your beauty I would describe as just effortless. For our audience listening today, Jennifer, what was that harrowing experience that happened to you at age 14 that would cause you to want to end your life? What was that? Well, first of all, we all know that looks are just a, a gift from God. So if I, if I was um, born pretty, that was great, but I didn't feel pretty inside, and I didn't, uh, I think many of us feel, as I said before, invisible. And my particular harrowing experience was that I was looking for love in all the wrong places as I grew up, and when I was little... Um, because I didn't have, I had that hole in my heart that I couldn't fill, and I didn't know what it was. We all want unconditional love, and so I had this passion for animals. My parents didn't understand that. They were city folk, et cetera, and, um, and I finally, after years, I know this sounds so silly, really, but it isn't. Um, I, I had a passion for animals because they love us unconditionally. And I finally talked my parents into letting me have a dog, and I used to go take care of a horse down the the street, and my parents decided that they were going to move into the city at 14, uh, send my brother to boarding school, and send my dog to the pound. And that sounds dramatic, but really at that time, that was the, felt like the end of my life. I was just angry um, and and hurt and wanted my parents to know that... um, I needed to be heard. So uh, most of the time, in great um, percentages, uh, suicide attempts are really a crying out to be heard. Um, they're very selfish, centered, self-centered uh, attempts to be heard. So I'm not condoning it, obviously. And I was fortunate to have survived that. But to me, my life had ended at that point when I... I came out of that, my dog was sent to the pound, and I went into New York. I was determined to be able to realize my own dreams and not have anyone be able to take away my heartbeat. Uh, And so I started modeling. I was a very insecure, tall, skinny girl and was blessed with with pretty looks, but certainly was not in in the shell. (laughs) I was was already damaged goods, 
and uh-huh. nothing was understood, grieved, or healed at that point in my life. And that was a repeated pattern until I came to Christ, where, Christ, where uh, things would happen as they do with people, but if they're not understood, grieved, or healed, and you don't have your core and your foundation, uh, and of course, we who know Christ know that He is the only way, and He's the only thing that matters, and so the superficial glitter and glam of the world uh, can leave you even more empty than not even having that opportunity sometimes. So Jennifer, what was that one moment, that one defining moment that said, Jesus, I need you, I need help, my life isn't working? Well, I knew, honestly, I had been seeking out God. I always believed in God. I certainly knew that there were there was something far greater than I, and the world did not re- revolve around me. And I, I, I thought, uh, I tried to find God, I studied Eastern philosophy, I traveled the world, um, and I came to my faith in Jesus Christ at 38 years old at a very happy time. I was not in a down position in terms of the fact that I was carrying my third child after having nine miscarriages after suffering an abortion and many things that I, I, I couldn't categorize uh, or even digest in my life but when I came to Christ I was in a good frame of mind <laughs> the grace of God had uh-huh. a friend of mine come and actually start to talk to me about Jesus Christ and I started to read the Bible and that was the turning point it was my time and I received Christ uh, when I had my last child, my son, and we dedicated him, and I was baptized, and and that was, I'm six, I was just 65, so that was a good lick of time ago, 26 years ago, Praise and God. it's all been a process since, but uh, God's grace is never ending, and it's never too late. Well, see, that's what I find amazing about your story. That's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on the testimony program. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to internationally acclaimed actress Jennifer O'Neill. We're going to be hearing more from Jennifer in our second segment next week. Uh, Jennifer, your story is one of such hope because very few people that I know of can even survive one devastation You've survived so many, nine miscarriages, nine marriages. Uh, Actually, you had eight husbands, and you married one twice. How crazy is that? I sent my book, Surviving Myself, to Elizabeth Taylor. Um, In in the industry, in the film industry, uh, no matter how much impact it has, it seems to have an entree to each other, even if we don't personally know each other. So I boldly sent it to Elizabeth Taylor because I wanted her to hear about Jesus Christ. And she she called me up and she said, (laughs) oh my goodness, I just read your book. And wow, do we have a lot in common. And she said, we didn't date men, we married everyone. (laughs) <laughs> and we're and we're both hard to kill, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I hope I mean Elizabeth, dear Elizabeth, has, has died, and I hope I will see her for eternity. Um, but I do know that all we need to know and do, we need to know Jesus Christ first. And the only thing we need to do is speak about Him on the cross to others, and the Holy Spirit will do the rest of the work. So that message was sent. If she received it, I pray. 
Praise God. I'm reminded of the scripture that says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And it's in reading the word, which there is life in the word, that brings someone that truth. It's a spiritual thing. So you said that that was the pivotal point that really caused you to believe, which is so wonderful. In our remaining moments, can you talk to that young girl out there who doesn't know who she is in Christ and tell her what she needs to do? Well, we all are on this mission to be affirmed and loved, and uh, as I spoke about earlier, feeling invisible. We are not invisible to God Almighty, and He sent His only begotten Son to die for us. So I'm saying any girl, any person out there, whether they're 90 or 9, is that you are adored and created specifically In the image of God, you have your own DNA, your own fingerprints. He knows every hair on your head. You are a delight to Him. You are His creation, and He adores you. So we need to find the real self-esteem, which is not about what the magazines say and how long your eyelashes are or your hair or if you're popular, but just if you can just receive the love of God, which is the only love that is immeasurable and means eternity, then you can begin to grow in that and exude that, and you are a beautiful wonder of God. Thank you, Jennifer. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Jennifer O'Neill. Jennifer will be back with us next week to share more of her incredible story on testimony. We look forward to having you back, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Can't wait. Thanks so much. God bless. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.